Hello, everybody, including Vanity FC. I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. We've just come back from, uh, oh, it's, it's obviously me, Guy Robertson, and uh, joined with uh, Max Aora Beimler. We've uh, just come back from. I'll just go and call him out. Okay. Straight away. We've just come back from a game, uh, the only football, um, or the only FC's game. Uh, We're not angry, by week. the way. We didn't need you. It's the same as every week. We play on Sunday at a certain time in the evening. Um, there's some minor, minor sporting event going on tonight. Um, some, you know, frankly made up sport with too many rules and not enough gameplay. It was the Super Bowl. Something, some uh, trivial pursuit question. Vince Lombardi yeah, trophy. Something I think I got like that on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, something minor happened. Six, uh, we've got 16 players in our team. Uh, we were missing 12. 12 players, one of whom was, was injured. And so one was sick. Okay, yeah, two, okay, two players uh, were out fairly. The other ones, fuck you guys. Everyone else, Max, myself, TJ, and Eric, Eric. big up. Um, we, Greek we were, Eric. Greek Eric. But German Not, Eric was one of the injured ones. So, yeah, so we went down 2 0 in the first half. We looked bad. Uh, it was We were all at sea. We had a few players, a few ringers, a few players that we've never even met before, let alone played football with. Yeah, so we had uh, some of you will know. Uh, Dave he used to work at the Only, and he brought a couple of his friends. And yeah. um, you know, we didn't actually look that bad in the first half. Like I, we, I, could, uh, we weren't bad, but we were we were so disorganized. None of us, we didn't. No one knew where their position was. Yeah, there was no interplay because most of us had never played together before. Uh, it, we were at sea a bit, I think. Yeah, we went two 0 down at, before half time, and it it didn't feel good. Made a crucial switch of uh, Eric, who's a fine keeper. Um, then we put Dave in goal, who's kind of playing defense and central mid. And then Eric went up top, and he, he bagged yeah. the tying goal. He was holding the ball up well. Yeah, fantastic. We ended up coming back, winning 3-2, mm-hmm. absolutely bossing the second half. Yeah. We came back. I mean, we were solid in excellent in defense, <coughs> solid from, you know, we were defending from the front. Everyone in the team, they knew their role in the second half. Pressing was fantastic. Tackling and jockeying was fantastic. The press was big, man. We like, And that's something we've been implementing yeah. uh, more yeah. and more. Uh, but that really turned it in the second half. Oh, it was half, fantastic. For sure. I mean, you realize that the keeper wasn't good on the ball. And some of the some of the defenders were kind of weak, so their players, their players, their players. We gave them too much time in the first half, and we locked onto them in the second half. They did not know what to do with the ball. We had a lot more possession, and frankly, we decided to go against our normal style of play, and we pumped it up long a few times because Eric is a mountain up front, honestly. Yeah, he held the ball pretty really um, well. Um, fantastic, and we scored three goals, and you know what? We won the game. It was, it was really good, and you know we won't really do a play ring, but I want to give TJ like a solid eight tonight. TJ was fantastic. There was one moment where the best player on the on the opposition team. I mean, this was happening all game with TJ. Would never never leave his man. Um, his marking and his jockeying was fantastic. But there was one moment where the best player on the opposition team. He was by far the, probably the best player on the pitch, technically speaking. Mm. He he was running wasteful. running little wasteful, but still technically, I think he was quality. Yeah, he, he was, was running left, right, center, whatever. TJ didn't leave him for a second. He jockeyed him all the way. Ended up winning the ball back and yep. clearing our lines. And it, great, it was a fantastic It's the best I've seen TJ, TJ, TJ so, play, man. That was, yeah. that was awesome. Big up. Um, all right, guys. So uh, that's that. And I believe uh, Van DFC, if you care to tune in at all, um, which, you know, you don't. So hence the name. <laughs> um, we will most likely qualify with this win for the playoffs. Not a guarantee. We'll find out tomorrow. But I think, I think we're in win or draw or lose next match. But uh, we're looking pretty good, guys. So... 
let's uh, let's keep it going and uh, let's focus for the playoffs. So today we're just gonna kind of scrap the review of of the matches and 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 the scout. We're gonna get back on the scout. I know it's been two episodes without the scout, but um, we'll bring it back next time. We've been but, busy. Uh, Max and I have been on holiday this weekend. We've been up up north and in it's, the in the county. Yeah, and it's the end of uh, it's the end of January, so it's yeah. the end of transfer window. So we're gonna do some review and uh, rate some some teams and some big transfers that happened, and that's yeah. all we're gonna talk about. And uh, let's take it, let's, let's kick it off. Well, first of all, Max, how did you rate the transfer window in total? Good, <laughs> okay, bad, it, ugly? It's it's January. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, it was bad. It was boring until the very end. Teams uh, were just, you know, wait. it's January, so it's a seller's market. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, despite a team that's willing to spend money or not, um, it, it does often kind of come down to the end, so it's a lot of waiting around and getting these updates every day. It's like, oh, it's close. Oh no, it's off. Um, et cetera, et cetera. It, it played out exactly how yeah. I how I figured it would, but it, it's it's poor. It's annoying. It's very frustrating. And for a big football fan, it's time consuming. I find it crazy <laughs> because this is happening more and more. Where the January transfer window, it was always tough, right? Because it's mid season and teams are less likely to want to lose their best players or some of their players right but always deals have always been done in January throughout the month but now teams have everyone's got more money to spend like teams spend right. big in January it happens Liverpool bought uh, Virgil van Dijk, van Dijk yeah, right sure. I mean we've seen some big money transfers this it January yeah. it can it can be done definitely the money's there and the willingness to to spend that money is definitely there and yet there was like no big transfers until the final Very couple end. of days, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. It's crazy. It's, it seems to be getting, It seems to be that the more money there is floating around, the less able teams are to spend it because, well, for whatever reasons. But that's the way it went. I thought. It yeah, was, the teams want more and more. I mean, it, it, nothing yeah, really changed yeah, in that sense. No. Like, all right, so the market's inflated. So uh, now you know they can hold out for more yeah, and, sure. and and sit tight. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna rate um, the five top transfers in our minds. And we're just gonna talk about uh, some teams that did particularly well despite the restrictions and the and the crunch yeah. of the January transfer window. So let's kick it off with our top five. Um, and you know what? Just uh, you know, we were talking about you know we set our top five just um, uh, before we started, but we kind of forgot someone because and it just occurred to me. Okay. Because it happened like late December. Fucking Holland, man. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Shit. So yeah. Okay. We're like, okay. Yeah. We're trying to figure. Like we're trying to like round out this five. I mean, I think Holland's. How did number, we miss this? Uh, because it happened <laughs> yeah. in December. Yeah. I, like because and because you can do that. Yeah. Like you can agree terms, and that's just it. And like you know, we're just trying to like, why is it so difficult, man? If you're yeah. on it and you're willing to spend the money and yeah. sort it out, get you can it get done. it done yeah. before the window opens. Yeah. Right. Um. So good on Dorman, and you know we didn't have it, but that's got to be number one. Actually. Oh, agreed. I like, mean, the guys. The like, guys are ridiculous. Guys, talent. okay, so we were going to do like five till first, but we forgot about it. So, like, that's our number one, so we're going to do six. Yeah. Um, but we'll do Holland now. That's, that, yeah, we'll talk about Holland right now. Well done. Dorman moved fast. Like, they did it at the beginning of uh, the summer. They do it all the time. Yeah, but, like, they're, last they're very summer they signed Thorgan Hazard, yeah. Julian Brandt, and someone else that I'm spacing on. Um, like, before. Like, in early, May. Early, in yeah, May, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, pretty much and at, now, at the end of the season, right? Okay, who. They've already agreed. They've already scouted their players. They know who they want. They've been in contact with their clubs. Yep. As soon as the season ends, it's like, okay, what? You know, here's the money. Yep. 
present the contract and it's done and then you've got the whole summer or the, the whole of January to right? gel I mean, with the team get into the flow if it's January the guys hit the ground running seven goals in three matches two of which were a total of 60 minutes yeah, off the bench yeah ridiculous I mean we'll compare with our number five pick we'll definitely compare the situation yes but they, they sorted this at the end of December so Haaland's in the Dortmund squad beginning of January raring to go plays three games scores seven goals Immediate impact. Yeah. Dortmund's season they're not quite turned around, but three or four points behind. Exactly, but they're certainly like that's what January transfers are for, right? To make an immediate impact in the team yes. for the rest of the 14 season. Fourteen goals and in three matches. For I mean, Dortmund. yeah, and here's seven. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it I mean, hat trick off the bench on, on his on debut. debut. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, I, yeah it's, it's that's, that's how you do it in January or in general, you know. That's mm. how you do it. Yeah, sort of, Identify man. your targets. You work out how much. I mean, they were lucky that Haaland had the release clause. But sure. a whole host of clubs were in for him. Mm. They obviously gave him the most attractive offer. Well, well, and they were also willing. There was all these other add-ons, too. There's like uh, $10 million for Dortmund to get his rights from his father. Yeah. Uh, 10 million uh, euros. And then another 15 to um, Raiola, the agent. Okay, yeah. uh, so it came to like 45. Oh, really? all, all in, uh, but I mean, but still, yeah. Was, before the before the uh, the release clause came out, like early December, yeah. he was being rated at sixty to hundred million. Before right? any of the other fees, right? Yes, before any of the other yeah. fees. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they pounced right on it, and a good move by him. Now to segue into our fifth pick, um, which you know a lot of you be like, oh, okay, this has got to be like you know high up on the list. But as a United fan, I didn't even want to put this on this. Guys like guy says, Max, we have to put Bruno Fernandez on the list. As we a great it. signing. And it is a very important signing for United. But I don't think, you know, as we're talking about, you know, getting getting business done, I don't rate it as, as properly handled. And that's why I didn't want to put in the top five. I wanted to just lay into United, which I'm going to do now, without putting him on the list. That sh- this should have been done this summer. He was They were scouting him all of last year, and he was linked to us heavily since last March. Then throughout the summer, and then they come out, after we don't sign him, saying that, oh, we weren't into, in, in for him because, you know, he's very risky on the ball, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, you guys need that. Like, this guy's bagging goals and assists um, e- like everywhere, um, yeah. in, in Portugal and in Europe yeah. for the Europa League. Um, but no, like, they don't want him. And then, prior to Pugba and McTominay getting hurt, you see how the season's going already. You need that creativity in the number 10 spot. Pereira, useless. Mata, old and more or less useless. Lingard, Ghost, invisible, should be playing in League One. But then they don't have it lined up at the beginning of January. And they yeah. grind it out until penny pinching and not even successfully oh, yeah. shaving off any shaving funds off buckle, yeah. what all, uh, whatsoever. Um, by when they get it, Thursday, the day before the transfer window closes. They dr- <laughs> these fools, these fools, these business blood-sucking vampires who like want to make money don't realize that if they had signed him at the beginning of, the, the, of January, or maybe at least before Burnley, which was the week before, already three weeks into January, they probably beat Burnley at home, despite, uh, yeah. and instead they, they get battered by Burnley. Mm-hmm. Like they, they can't break them down. Yeah. That's three points to try and get them into Champions League, which is going to get you more money. Where's the thought process? You know, like it, it kills me. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I, I really, like, gr- yes, I'm very happy Bruno Fernandes is here. Please don't play him in the in a CDM role again. I knew that was going to happen. We were talking about that for the match. Yeah. Like, watch, Matic is um, Matic is uh, um, suspended, and we have all his injuries. He's going to play him there, yeah. way out of position. He's hanging around at half field, man. Anyway, so I that's why I'm very happy they signed him, but that's why I just didn't want to put it on the list. 
just a note, dear listeners, uh, Max and I have spent the last two and a half days pretty much stuck in a log cabin together. And you can imagine how these, including a time where we watched Manchester United against Wolves, you can imagine how these thoughts are bouncing around, bouncing around off those four walls. I mean, <laughs> it was very frustrating for him. And I mean, I, that's, I, I, how, that's how this... it's gone for the last two days. And now it's. it's I've had this spiel out. lined up because they were going to. Well, maybe they weren't going to sign him. Who knows? But since basically a week into January, yeah, of you course, know, it's like it should have been done. It then. was. It was just so predictable, right? They the didn't... way they conducted it. Absolutely. They were always going to get him because they were always able to afford whatever Sporting Lisbon wanted. They had, they didn't want to pay the big money. Of course, no one fucking does. <coughs> Everyone wants to get a good deal, right? Mm. But they. They were always going to be able to pay it, and they were always going to pay it because it was a problem position for them. Um, but they just they dilly dallied, and you know games passed by, and he's not gelled into the team. First game yeah. in, he's had to play defensive midfield. He didn't have to. He could. He, well, Pereira, okay, Pereira's been playing there in dire straits throughout the season true. anyway. You should have stuck him there anyway. All right, and that's true. Anyway, but poor, poor on the United board for trying to haggle out really like the whole thing was like 5 million euros out yeah. of like 55 you know maybe yeah, 60 yeah. he's nothing, worth 60 nothing. yeah exactly you know? he has like I mean what, has, those, having those 3 or 4 games would have been worth that extra money right yeah absolutely he's pretty much averaging a goal and an assist per match in the Portuguese Portuguese league this year yeah um, he's clearly a phenomenal player he's got like 60 and goals out of like 140 matches or something like that like, yeah, and, he, and he's number 10 yeah yeah exactly or a box right. to box like yeah. Yeah, he can play off the right 10, 8, he, whatever yeah um, just not a 6 yeah yeah but the reason I wanted to include it in, the trend, in this list is because that was a big problem position for United he solved a big problem however the fuck they went about it absolutely he has he is the, that is the one position they really really desperately needed to fill right. right they need several players don't get me wrong yeah. but the one desperate position that they are absolutely missing in is that position is, and is they did it 10? and they did it and they I mean, got him and he's like, a great player Martial's like, been poor in the last three matches yeah people are jumping on Martial like he's been garbage all year he's been good He's been good, and he's he's gotten no service. He's been bad in the last two matches. Like he's, his hold up play has been good. His touch has kind of left 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 him. Um, but what service has he been getting? Well, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's missed a couple of chances. Don't get me yeah. wrong in these matches, but no one mentions Lingard being terrible. Like in in, in yeah. all these pundits, Rashford was awful until October for like yeah. a better part of a year. Yeah, and no yeah. one says anything. But right, it's like it's there's like this agenda against a non English players. It really drives me to the wall, and I would hate for you know Martial to hang his head on this. Um, yeah. But now, hopefully, with Fernandez properly playing where he should be, next match I pray, yeah, maybe we can see some link up play. Okay. Um, but that team needs to move faster, especially for Martial. But. For however it's gone about, it's a good transfer. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Number five Absolutely. on our list. Yes. Right, number four on our list. Lucas Toussart. Yeah. Um, if, I'm sure a lot of you guys haven't heard of him, um, but he's been holding it down for Lyon in the last, yeah, few, the last seasons. few seasons. Yeah, the last few seasons. In the center of the midfield. Um, he can create. He's good on a tackle. Yeah, he's he's, and, he's, a, he's a defensive midfielder, but he's got a range of skills, right? And, Passing defensively he makes the the jump to a team that just got some new ownership and they're and they're really they're not trying to suck the team dry like they got it's hurt to berlin uh just to jump to the yeah. jump to the get to the cut to the chase but um hurt to berlin made a number of sightings but i think this is yeah the best yeah um strong leader early uh like kind of mid-20s yeah early 20s at this point maybe okay. 24 yeah like, yeah you know. exactly yeah um but yeah, very, very good, good signing. A dynamic player, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. a, a, a and you lot can imagine, 
it's a it's a it's a nice step up from Liga on to the Bundesliga, and his skill set is well suited to the Bundesliga as well. You know, he's a high energy player. He can tackle. Um, he's he moved the ball passing, well too. Yeah, know. that's and that's that's huge because it's a fast paced league. And for what twenty million or something like that, it was. Right. Yeah, they're good, good good business. Good business. Uh, yeah, so good on them because they also picked up Piatek. Um, and, you know, he's on the list, but uh, anyway. Um, We'll, we'll see what Hertha can do because this is kind of like the beginning of the revolution. And I'd say next year, if the pieces come together and they don't end up being like a team that's kind of signing players that look like nice signs that don't gel like a West yeah, Ham or Everton, you know. this could be a team that's challenging for Champions League um, next year. Yep, I think so. And, and, we'll, he, and he'll, he could be a big part of it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, number three on the list. Danny Olmo. Yeah. A player we've scouted. talked about before, yeah, Max yeah, scouted. We, yeah, we scouted um, uh, a, f- a few months ago. Um, Signed for Leipzig from yeah, Dinamo Zagreb. Yeah, Max was. We were surprised at the at the transfer fee. Oh, yeah. Seventeen million is low for a, for a for a player of his potential and his calibre. Uh-huh. But it, he's coming from the Croatian league. Like yeah. the, you know, the yeah. demands are less. Um, they they can hold out for less. That's for that's for sure. Especially when he made it clear he wanted to leave, uh, and he certainly was good enough to leave. Right? He, yeah, he did the job in uh, in the Champions League earlier this season. Yeah. He was in the tough the group with like Atalanta, Shakhtar, and Man City. And they almost qualified. Yeah, exactly. Usually, no, that's the first time they ever got wins in the yeah. Champions League after years of being there. Yeah. Um. So he's like, and he's he's not like kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Bruno Fernandes in a sense. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just how. He, he, he can dominate the midfield, but he's, he's playing further up and can create and score. Well, we've talked about on earlier podcasts, Manchester United needing a number 10, and you said that yeah. Olmo could have been that guy, right? Well, and so, I mean, like, quickly back to United, it's like, is, is Fernandes a replacement for Pogba? Because that's not enough. And, like, it could have been anyone, like a lot of players. I think City were looking at Olmo. Yeah. You know? I think it's, it's a really nice step for me. I think he's 21. It's a, it's a very maybe smart 22. move for him. Leipzig are, like, under, arguably, like, are definitely the best up-and-coming manager in the world. Yeah, yeah Julian Nagelsmann, he's 32. Yeah. And he's been getting it done since he was, what, 28? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they're, at they're, the, they're, they're, they're second a, a, now. They're, they're, like, they're battling yeah. for the Bundesliga this year. But they have got a clear directive to play young players. You know, the average age of their starting eleven is ridiculously low. They've got centre backs, you know, nineteen and twenty or something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. Timo Bern, Werner's, Timo like Werner's up 23, front. 24. Yeah, and, and, and is one of the best players in the league at the moment. Yeah, right. But one of the best strikers uh, in the world. In the world, absolutely. Um, it's a fantastic move for him. He's just making the transition from under twenty one internationals to the main to the main team. I'm not sure if he's actually been called up yet. I, it would surprise me I if he hadn't. Don't uh, I don't think he's played. Maybe he's been, he's on, the been bench, on the bench, but I don't think yeah, he's played in the yet. Squad. But he was uh, what he got man of the match in the under twenty one World Cup when they a won. Man of the tournament, man, yeah. I uh, mean the tournament or man of the match. I, I, regardless, I did. He had a great under twenty one World Cup where they won, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Which was last summer, or two summers ago. Last summer, I yeah. think. Um, or either way it was um, he started on the bench because he doesn't play in Spain left the Barcelona Academy mm-hmm. when he was young yeah, moved to Zagreb his dad's, yeah. his dad's a Barcelona legend like played a few hundred couple of hundred games for Barcelona or whatever um, like, like what a, what a ballsy that, move on his oh, part to and go to a very unfancied league Croatia, the Croatian yes, league absolutely, right? it's, absolutely. you know there's, there's plenty of great Croatian players mm-hmm. to come through but, but to um, make them bounce back, yeah. There, right? As, a, as like, a, I'm as coming a, back as I'm, a foreign player, like, you know, it's like move. I'll be coming back. Yeah, right? that's, that's confidence. Yeah. That's that's the right mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a really exciting sign for uh, for this, uh, yeah, for this, Leipzig. This guy looks like he's got a world at his feet, mm. and uh, Leipzig is surely only the beginning. Um, 
but it, it'll be very interesting to see how he develops there. Mm. Um, now moving on to uh, our number two, we actually kind of sl- quick, like, quickly debated if Alma would be number two, but we're going to give it to Steven Bergwijn, because yeah. he's been getting it done at PSV for two years, uh, thereabouts, like really like last year he kind of blew up on the scene, Yeah. Um, and... And the Dutch league is a little more competitive than absolutely than the Croatian. The Croatian league, so. but I mean Bergwijn is is a starter. Mm-hmm. He's not a guaranteed starter, but he's been playing plenty of games for the Dutch national team, yeah. who are very much on the rise. They had a fantastic qualification for the European Championships. They have a, a ton of good players, both defensive and attacking, and he's playing regularly for them. Uh, should be he's probably on the money to be starting for them at the Euros um, yeah. wide. Yeah. And he's had a fantastic couple of years with PSV, even especially this year, even well, when PSV are faltering. Yeah, right? he, yes, PSV have had an actually very, very poor year, but he was a, a bright spot. Yeah, and frankly, well, they—I mean—they're in such a poor spot right now. I, I think Spurs. So Spurs signed them. I don't think we actually yeah. touched on that. Spurs <laughs> are the team that that signed him, and it was a steal for me. Oh, 25, 25 million. Twenty-five million. Fantastic bargain. And that, complete that, bargain. It's admittedly. We've done an episode where we talked about who needs what in the transfer window, yeah. and winger was not. not it's definitely Spurs. not the no. place that Spurs were no. lightest. But in general, like I, I, they've got a phenomenal attacking core, yes. right? There's you lose Kane, Harrison, Mora, um, <clears throat> Son, now Bergwijn, Ali. Yeah. What you know, like a rotating cast. Absolutely, right? there's depth there for sure. Yeah, like he can play wide, which he well, he is a winger, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I think he can play oh. number ten as well. Off the but striker. more off the right, he's more but, off the right. Scores yeah. on his debut against City today. Scores the oh, winner. A fantastic goal yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, big ups to him for that. Yeah. That was a great goal. I hope, the, but then he gets injured ten minutes later. I hope that's. Oh, no. uh, I think it was fine. He was man. back out on the bench yes, to, for the end yeah, of the game, so it didn't seem too bad. But it was. I loved that. He had to duck down so low. Ingested. I mean, he's not the tallest guy in the world, but he still had to duck down so low to, to control it. And he yeah. controlled it absolutely perfectly. Immediate volley. Didn't even let it hit the ground. Didn't, didn't hit the ground perfect. No. Absolutely. And yeah. on, your, on your debut, and you saw the passion and the, the desire on his face when he scored. He, he was so happy. <laughs> well, that's it. Peter Drury from Dazen was saying, you know, his commentary was, he is one of them. Uh, and he really looked like he, he enjoyed it and yeah. it's lovely to see yeah. and I think if he continues in that form like that's a top Premier League player beautiful yeah and great. you know what a great what a signing. signing I mean a great they, signing. I don't know how they haven't sorted out getting a backup striker yet <laughs> that makes no sense to me um, honestly I give Spurs out of 10 a 5 yeah because, oh, it was a because, terrible transfer window <laughs> for them because. because that was an excellent signing if you had just gotten bring back Fernando Lorente I would have given you an 8 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know Signed Odia Nigalo yeah, as a backup. Uh, you know, gross. sorry. I mean, hey, man, a, that guy's bagging him in in China. Okay, yeah. that's, uh, that's that's yeah. that's United's body for the rest of yeah. the season. Um, Hasn't right. scored in his last sixteen Premier League games, but that's beside the point. Number one, yet another scalp for me, man. Oh, someone what? signed me. What a signing! What <laughs> someone a signing. signed me. Yeah, I know. Max is making his money off this fucking scouting trip now. You know, like all of his players are coming good. Uh, um, except for Alex Merritt, but um, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Uh, so number one is Sanderberg uh, from Ghent or Genk. Actually. It's Genk. It's it Genk. Genk. It's Genk. I always get the anyway. Stuff. I uh, mean, big boy. So we were talk. Max did the scouting mission on him. We were talking like top four Champions League clubs. Yeah, Liverpool. Should, uh, looking Liverpool's at this, heavily looking at this guy. Liverpool very impressed when we played them in the Champions League. Yeah. 
He looks a top quality player, destined for the top, and he signed for fucking Sheffield United. Man, good. Like, what a coup. Fantastic. What a coup. Fantastic. And Sheffield are probably, like, they probably don't have much money. No, they don't. They, they obviously don't, but they're looking at their position on the table, and they're like, we're not going to get relegated. We're yeah. going to get PL this, money. This Let's is another season, another season in the Premier League. Spend that shit. Strengthen when we can. Because, frankly, if they hadn't signed Berg now, they'd have never been able to sign him. In the summer, he's gone to a bigger team or whatever. Uh, it, <laughs> They saw the opportunity, and you know, maybe he's been absolutely sold on Chris Wilder's vision. I can only imagine mm-hmm. that conversation. He's sat down and he's and he's gone through it, and he's been. Berg has been like, okay, maybe this is not the club that I'm going to finish my career yeah, at. Yeah. But they'll be able to flip him for like if but, oh. if he comes good, which I reckon he will. That's going to be like 60, 70. You know, like so they're gone for what 22? 22 million, and you know what? He he fits the bill of their midfield perfectly. They play with what three midfielders. Uh, yeah, and then like they, they play three five two. Three five two. So yeah. three central midfielders. Yeah, um, they play dynamic because the the def- the two centre backs on the white on the on the wings, I guess, push forward. Yep. The midfielders have to cover in behind and push on and attack. It's yeah, very so much an all action type of game. He's and big. This guy, he's so physical. He's physical. He can run. Oh. He can tackle. What he can pass. He, he, it's it's a fantastic sign. I can't I get mean, over that man. I was shocked. There's a reason. There's a reason that. Liverpool were looking at him yeah you yeah. know because he's exactly that sort of player um, good enough to be certainly in the squad you know and develop into a first team player for them for Liverpool mm-hmm. for Sheffield what a signing he, and he what goes, a signing I mean uh, Lundstrom's been holding it down for them yeah. all year and you know maybe and if, they need depth like Sheffield need depth yeah right? that's the thing so but but Bird comes in they sign what midweek yeah Wednesday or something yeah. like that and uh, st- starts his first match over Lundstrom. And, you know, uh, fair play, Lundstrom probably needs a rest. But just to throw him right in shows yeah. the faith that Sheffield and Chris Wilder have in him. Yeah. And kudos. Kudos to them. That's that's brilliant. Oh, unbelievable signing. Um, yeah. it's You know what? I think, overall, it was a great transfer window. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it, 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 it just all happened the last, last two last days, week. days yeah, right? Yeah, not even yeah, not last week. It was the last few days. Yeah. Um... Some really, really exciting signings. Um, and yeah, some teams have done very well. Maybe slipped under the radar a little bit, but compared to maybe the expectations that we had of them beforehand, mm. we've got three teams now that we think performed exceptionally well in the transfer window. Quickly, I give United a zero despite Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, I, I also like, do so. because they're fucking idiots and they I are, hate them. Yeah. So. They, they don't, they don't, and they don't get a striker, really. Anyway, fuck them. Right, so <laughs> the first team that I want to talk about mm-hmm. is Newcastle United. Yeah. Uh, much lauded owner Mike Ashley uh, fucking piece of shit um, doesn't like to spend money doesn't like to do anything oh, but shows because I mean some of these deals are loan deals too right well I mean they're, they are all loan deals but somehow somehow Newcastle you know everyone at the beginning of the season including myself thinks alright this is it they lose Benitez they don't mm. sign they lose Perez they lose Rondon, who they don't sign on a permanent transfer. Mm-hmm. This is like two-thirds of their goals last season. The top goal scorer of their team left in the team was a fucking centre-back. Yeah. And a Fabian manager they're lucky to have. The, the manager that was the best manager they could ever hope to have. Yeah. They were so lucky to have him, they let him go. They bring in a, champ, a, an, a failing championship manager, Steve Bruce, who's, you know, had a not a bad career, but whatever. Very, very unimpressive. Mm-hmm. Somehow now they're like, they're grinding, they're out, they're grinding like mid-table. out. They're yeah, yeah. very much mid-table, which is fantastic for them. Which isn't signed, ex- exactly safe in the PL no, right now. No, it's not. But, still. but they've signed some great players. What they were January? 
Yeah. They were unfortunate. First of all, they were unfortunate that Jetro Willems, who who's a very good player, scored a couple of lovely goals mm-hmm. this earlier this season. Got injured. He was done on loan. The, done for the year. He's done. He's he's gone back to his parent club now. Yeah. He's at yeah. Frankfurt. He's gone back Frankfurt, because, yeah. because. But they replaced him. Yeah, but right, right away, they, they right replaced away. him immediately. Danny Rose on on loan. Teach. He's an England international. He's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Take a chance. Not bad. Like, oh, I mean, he's. There's a reason that Tottenham didn't necessarily need him anymore, mm-hmm. but. He's a he's a great player. He's a, he's still a Premier League player, he and is. for a team like Newcastle, that's fantastic. He is like he he might not come good, but I think it's especially on loan, definitely oh, no. worth taking a chance. And th- and Rose is going to want to play and prove himself to get on that England squad Absolutely. for the Euro, right? I think he's a sure bet. I think he's a fantastic signing. I think he's still a quality Premier League player. He fits their build perfectly because they play five in defence. Mm-hmm. He's solid in defence, but great in attack as yep. well. And they need um, that. They need it. Uh, they desperately need a left back. Mm-hmm. Amazing business. The next one is Nabil Bentaleb, who's a bit of a left field one um, because he's not played in over a year because, or just yeah, under a year, Schalke. nine months. He's at Schalke. Yeah. Uh, they've signed him on loan. Mm-hmm. He's there's a uh, personality problems, right? Which has meant he's not played in nine months. Yeah. Um, been relegated from the Schalke first team, whatever. Yeah. But wasn't was a tidy player in the season before last um, for Schalke. And he was he was, he's one done the, the job. he was one of the guys who came in when Bale got sold from Spurs, right? Uh, no, he was no. there already. He was in oh, okay. the youth system. Right. Um, but he's he he did an all right job for Tottenham. And frankly, they need some depth in midfield. They've had some injuries, whatever. Um, they've let Ki Song Young has gone, uh, has left. So they needed a bit of depth. It's not a bad signing um, at all. I think it's a relatively risk-free, quite good signing if he turns up. The last one, which is ridiculous business magical magical <laughs> Another business how, how they've done this I can only imagine Steve Bruce ringing up fucking Antonio Conte into Milan and saying yeah you know that hot shot Austrian guy Valentino Lazaro that you signed in the summer for like 20 million um, I want him on loan and I want an option to buy him in the summer they got the option yeah yeah they got the option I don't cool. know how much but I think it's probably in the 20 Around million the same, ballpark, like pretty, much, ballpark, them, pretty right? much. So, yeah. um, and then Antonio Conte's like yeah alright mate sure We'll take Victor Moses on loan from Chelsea instead. Yeah. Which they did. Ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, yeah. But Lazaro, yeah. this guy's been hyped up for years. Uh, he's a classic, like, football manager, FIFA player, right? You, you sign him when he's 18 from, like, Rapid Vienna or Salzburg or whoever he played for in Austria. Um, and then he turns into one of the best wingers in the world. It's not quite happened for him into this season. He's not I been getting the game. I haven't seen the team, man. It's not been getting... He's... he's He's slightly too attacking to be playing right wing back, which mm. is where Conte wants him to play. It's just, it's not quite the fit for him. Yeah. But this but guy then, is, is, is in the Austrian Is he not moving team. to a, a team that plays that formation anyway? Well, they play, no, no, no. But I think, I think the, the option is that he can play wing back, but they're stacked at right back anyway. So they're going to move him up. They're going to move him up because Newcastle's go. problem is a lack of creativity, lack of goals. Um, so Alan I should Samat- pick him up in fantasy is what you're telling me. It's perfectly possible, yeah. uh, but then if the price is the right. thing is, Newcastle still needs someone to put Actually the ball put the into the net, <laughs> uh, and they didn't sign anyone for that. That's the glaring error of Newcastle's transfer window. But some tidy business, though, man. They did it right. But Lazaro's a steal for them on loan, risk free, mm-hmm. option to sign the summer if he does the business, Are which I'm sure option? he will. Are all three of them option? I would imagine so. Or if, the, oh, it's, if or if it's not in the if it's not in the uh, the contract, like Bentaleb would be someone that's like, do you ben, want him? Take well, Bentaleb will be let go on a free. Absolutely, yeah. that's no problem. Yeah. Um, Danny Rose, his contract expires either this in the summer or next summer. 
but he's not getting a contract renewal at, renewal at Spurs so I would certainly imagine there's an option for a very getting cheap transfer price, fee yeah. okay. um, and Lazaro there's definitely an option but Newcastle having had a much better season than expected have strengthened in key areas with some very good players so I'm very happy with that alright okay next Hertha Berlin yeah you mentioned yeah, so it already yeah, yes. yeah I almost got kind of a little carried away but um, yeah so I mean this again this, uh, is a squad that is looking to make that, that jump so here we go we've got two starters we already covered briefly touched on yeah. Piatek and you know Piatek's a risk but he's someone who like burst on the scene last year at yeah. Genoa yeah. and was just banging them in and AC smartly snapped him up yeah. and young going, player, and when young he, player. Yeah, was he 23, 24 no less less yeah, than yeah. that okay. I think he might have been 22 or something okay. like that alright um, and he, he's a big he's, he's a big player um, hold up hold up kind of guy yeah. uh, he's, he's not gonna you know stretch defenses He's, yeah. a, he's a target man. Yeah. Um, and he got off to a great start at AC, and then he completely fell off, yeah. I'd say. about. Um, so we got there in last January. And, and he then scored a few, quite a few goals. In first couple months. Yeah. And then ice cold end the season, and then one goal yeah. in open play this season. Oh, really? it's, it's been a really bad year for him. Um, and how much did they sign him for? 22 again, 22 so, and a half So million. AC took a, took a loss on it. Yeah. And he had words for AC. Uh, he's like... Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said... Um, you know, I'm really glad that I, you know, got a chance to play for them. But uh, you know, it seems like a, paraphrasing, but it seems like AC just kind of rotated striker every year. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they they, Fair they, they, they didn't give him, they didn't need to sell him. I no. mean, Zlatan's not permanent. No. Um, so I think it's at a reduced price. Someone who obviously showed that he can really bang them in. Yeah. Um, Smart bit of business for her to. Burn it's it. it's a it's a risk, but I don't hate it. No, no, I don't not hate at it at all. They don't really like their 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 striking options aren't particularly uh, noticeable. They have yeah. Dillerson, who's but he's on the wing. Um, yeah. So uh, that's uh, he's a really Dillerson's a really quick um, uh, left winger uh, okay. who can get the ball in the box and, and create and beat players. I think and uh, hopefully he can feed. Sir, I think what? Uh, and 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 hopefully he can feed Piatek and yeah. Piatek can find some form. I think Salomon Kalou has been playing up front for Hertha Berlin for a while. Yeah, Whether for a he's while. Still I, there, I think I they might know. have just. Did he retire? I no, like he didn't because I think he was linked with someone in January. But whether yeah, it was but, from her, I think or he not. left. No, no, no. Okay. I, I think he left in January. But he was he, okay. In, so he was playing with them until or, now. or he retired. It's one of the two. He wasn't there all year. Or he left in January. I remember seeing okay. his name recently. And yeah. and so obviously, you know, even if you still had Kalou, it's like but I mean, that, but, that, but that's the thing, right? They've been taken over by new money. Yeah, uh, they want to strengthen the team. And you look at up front and and Salomon Kalou, like washed up. Um, ex-Premier League player is still like your starting striker he's 34, 35 or something now you know strengthen up front Piatek mm. showed some showed a lot of promise I think mm. it, you know for 22 million especially in, in yeah, this day and age with, especially when you're newly rich I'm really curious to, for you to kind of enlighten me in terms of uh, this third sign that they made from yeah. Frankfurt okay so no oh, from Stuttgart, uh, Stuttgart. Yeah. so this guy Santiago Ascasibar I know him because uh, I signed him on Football Manager uh, when I was Ozer. I signed him from uh, Tigres, uh, who are Mexican. Uh, he was he's an Argentinian player, uh, but he was playing for Tigres, I believe, and uh, in Mexico. And his his stats phenomenal. He's a he's a central midfielder, pure central midfielder. Um, maybe more. I, th- I think more of a, he's a box to box player. He's got everything. He can tackle. He can pass. He's creative. Um, he's the full midfield package. And then he moved to and he moved to Europe with Stuttgart. 
phenomenal signing was like much talked about in the in the German uh, press and sorry he's Mexican no he's Argentinian he's Argentinian um, side note but in football for me football manager he took me into the Champions League final with Ozer or whatever like he was he became a a quality player on that so I've always I've been looking out for him and then I was really excited when he moved to Europe and he had a really good year with Stuttgart the, the season that he joined um, they re-signed like he signed for them for about 7 million or something like that and then immediately they like within 6 months they'd given him another contract because he had a release clause whatever they wanted to get rid of it but now and continued to impress but now Stuttgart uh, they got relegated I think or maybe a flirting with relegation I can't remember they did get relegated they get, so you know they're having to let their players go cut price yeah. um, but this guy he really he really made the transition very well into the Bundesliga um, his game fits it very well he'd be suited to the Premier League he'd be suited to uh, well the Premier League basically like and the Bundesliga of course he's he's, he's got everything passing in particularly he's a holding more of a holding I guess than an attacking but uh, hard runner good tackler good passer uh, and they picked him up Hertha Berlin picked him up for, for eight peanuts and eight and a half yes eight and a half million um, and it, it, this is exactly the sort of smart signing that newly rich clubs should be making right look look at your uh Looking at the league that you're in, picking up undervalued, proven players, uh, and this guy has got a high ceiling. Um, he's probably, well, he's I mean, probably in his mid twenties now. He, if he comes good, he might not even like Hertha. Don't even if things go to plan, yeah. they don't have to sell. No, exactly. I mean, their their plan is to qualify for Champions League mm-hmm. in the next couple of seasons. Yeah, I would have and then maybe start pushing. Um, yeah, for but a uh, he's a rock in midfield, and it's a great. It's a great signing, great so signing. So it, it shows put, that put him and Toussaint in the midfield together. Yes, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, that's going to be really fantastic. It shows that you know, three signings, it's doable. In yeah, January, yeah, right? it's just doable in have January. Your, just have your ducks in a row. Yeah, yeah, and, and get on it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really not that difficult, and and it can be tra- completely transformative for your team. Yeah, um, even one is big, but three signings can really turn immediate fortunes around. But if you finish the season with having got three new players in January, whatever, it's instantly in the summer better, easier to attract other new players. Sure. Whatever, you know. It's it's not that difficult. No, it's not. It's who's, not that difficult. Who's number three? Who's number three? West Ham. Yeah. Struggling. Uh, they sacked the manager, Pellegrini. They brought in Dave Wonder Man, Moisey. David Moyes. <laughs> oh, uh, to avoid relegation. Uh, he's doing a terrible job of it so far. Um, well, but, they're in the relegation zone. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. They, he, he, uh, the one thing he's fucking meant to do, yeah. he's not doing. Yeah. But to his credit, or to the West Ham board's credit, more likely, I don't think David Moyes has got much of a hand in this. Um, they've signed some okay players. Jared Bowen's uh, yeah. the main one, I'd say. Twenty-two million. It's a big transfer fee. This is for, for a championship player. Well, well, sixteen goals and like seven assists this year. Man. Yeah, like he's. Putting in a lot of work. How's okay. he? Twenty-two or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he's he's not old. Uh, he's definitely on the from Hull City. Yeah, um, and it was on enough teams' radars. Yeah. And, oh, and he and, wanted and they, Newcastle wanted him. Uh, West Ham obviously wanted him. Uh, who else wanted him? Uh, he's basically looked at Aston Villa wanted him. They just got Haller though. I know, but Haller's doing doing 
he's not having a great season no, he's that's not. true yeah. but they also they have no one else they sold their other strikers they signed uh, a jetty in the summer and he's he's barely played <laughs> well exactly I'd never heard of him they signed him from like the Swiss league I think okay. um they signed him for like 8 million. He's barely got on the pitch. He's yeah. obviously not fancied. He's, he's just not good, right? Yeah. Um, and they need, they need more firepower. They need more goals. Um, and someone to take the burden off Haller and to score some goals, basically. But the, this guy, Bowen, he's fancied he's, he's doing well in the championship. I guess, you know, it's just a sign of the times how much they paid for him. It's, it's, t- it's a lot of money. Uh, 22 million for a, for a championship, championship player, player yeah. but this is the day and age that we live in so whatever they've obviously got the, the money mm-hmm. okay that's how it goes um, what kind of player would you what kind of striker would you describe him as he's just a goal scorer fox he's a in goal- the box target man he's not he's not, he's that, not he's a not target that man he's, not, he's not a target man um, see they have certainly not so, a link and that's, up that's okay but, because they have um, enough creativity if they can actually make that team gel yeah, to, yeah. to hit him on on runs on the counter. Well, well that's it. And Haller is the target man, right. right? He's a big guy. So do you think they can He's play off each other? I would have thought so. They'd have to change the system a little bit. Sure, but, we, um, but play it, them both it could up be top? done. It could be done, right? Like yeah. you go back to standard four four two. I mean, it is yeah. David Moyes. So well, I mean, it. just like play four four two. Yeah. And have them playing off each other, and and, and Bowen running in yeah. behind, and Haller yeah. running up, or, or holding the ball up. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you can't fault his record. You said how many goals he scored? Yeah, but sixteen goals, right? Yeah. 16, it's fantastic. Seven assists, like he, he creates yeah. too. So, um, and then uh, secondly, they got uh, Suchek from Slavia Prague. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, just another solid midfielder who can yeah. who can create yet again. It's just really fr- like like nice signings, but can they make them gel? Like, I mean, they have Fornals, they have Felipe Anderson. They keep si- They keep doing this, and you're right. They keep signing players that don't they don't fit into an ethos into a team, mm-hmm. right? They see, keep signing great players. Four Nails is an amazing signing, a real coup for uh, them. Felipe Anderson was yeah, incredible. Yeah, I know. Imagine if you still on Lazio this year. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> they'd probably I be know. top of the league I know. in Syria. And like, they're already knocking the door. Um, and, yeah, so it just really comes down to... So this is another player, you know. Um, how is he on the tackle? Like, I, I, uh, solid. Yeah, solid. Okay. Very solid. He's, uh, he's tall, long legs. So... He's got good reach. Can he play like CDM? Or oh no! Yeah, he is a CDM. He is a C- he's a goal scorer. Go- goal he's scorer. a goal scoring CDM. So That's- he knocks him in from corners, yeah. but also he doesn't. He's able to make runs from midfield as well. So honestly, I mean, and again, you know, I was I was touching on how you know English punditry really boost or yeah. or or lay off poor English players yeah. and then kind of go in on you know European players yeah. like you know with the Martial thing, for example. Um, but like Declan Rice, like, yeah, I feel like that's it. this is someone who, for the last couple of years, like England's going nuts. Like Declan Rice yeah. is a revelation. Yeah, who? Like, what does he He's really not. do? Like Sushek, I hope bounces him out of that team. I don't think uh, he will. Not- I think what it looks like he's he's there to take some of the onus off uh, Mark Noble. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, who's fair enough. Thirty-three, thirty-four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ironically is one of the English players that's never... There's always... Every generation, there's a few English players that are very unimpressive, but mm. very good. Mm. And they always go under the radar. Mark Noble's never played for England. Right. And but he's been he, there. But he's been year year absolutely out. solid for West Ham. Year in, year out. Quality Premier League player. Mm. Never got a look in. Right. Um, 
but he's getting old now and he's still play, having to play every week as one of their best midfielders and it's just to take the onus off him cover next to Declan Rice to allow they've got, they're going to have two players sitting they, they can allow all their attacking players to do the business up yeah, front that, the, you know, um, I mean I'm, I'm not totally shooting down Declan Rice I just feel like he's been no, blown but, out of proportion oh but, he has know, Suchek he should has. be able to help him out and uh, yeah and I'd say it's got to be near the end for Noble, and if Suchek can just come in and do yeah. the job, yeah. that's uh, that's a really nice pickup and someone that's going to replace yeah. him. And and by next year, he should. Be, I, I think you know he can come in and just kind of maybe hit the ground running if 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 he has the mentality. Well, but but the thing about the transfer is it'll be interesting to see. They've actually only signed him on loan with a, with yeah. that with that they'll buy him. They've agreed to pay for him if they don't get relegated. So what could okay. happen is he has a great season, mm-hmm. a great half a season for mm-hmm. West Ham. They get relegated. He goes to someone else, you sure. know, uh, Leicester or Wolves, right. or, uh, yeah. you know, top top half of the table team. Mm-hmm. If, if if so, if uh, if that's the way it goes. But you know, whatever. If West Ham survived, that's it's a great signing for them, anyway. All right. Okay. So that's our uh, little January transfer uh, window roundup. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back. Soon, yes. We do have a week off of the only FC next week, um, but I, I think we'll. We're going to we'll, try and meet and uh, do do another episode. Yeah, uh, football continues. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to get back to it. Yeah, we're going to get back to you know actually Standard, talking about yeah. the football um, <laughs> yeah. and and doing some some scouting and and just getting back to the actual game in, yeah. instead of the transfer. I mean, transfer window is always it's, it's always very fun. Exciting. It's It's fun, um, but it, it, it kind of takes yeah. your mind off of the yeah. actual game. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, there we go. Thanks for listening. All right, cheers.